0: Do you want to explain to everybody why you elected not to play in the Chargers game? I mean, is it not obvious? You think I was trying to go out there and get fucking powerbombed by Derwin James again? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> you kidding me? What's a fucking bone rattling hit, man? I'm trying to fucking <laughs> trying to keep the blood flow going in this thing. Yeah, the last thing you want
1: is a uh, Derwin James without any uh, regard for future games of suspension in this season <laughs> he, <laughs> he was flying around out there too man fuck i
0: believe it welcome back to new heights presented by way sports and entertainment it brought to you by the all-new Experience smart money debit card the debit card that builds credit without the debt welcome to the that? show ladies and gentlemen we're your hosts i'm travis this is my big brother jason We are the Kelsey Brothers, as a lot of you uh, may know. New episodes drop every Wednesday during the NFL season here on New Heights. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. And follow the show on all social media at New Heights Show with one S. Check out our official fan club at NewHeightsShow.com, also with one S. Jason, you talk. I'm, I'm, I'm done
1: talking playoffs that's right ladies and gentlemen the regular season is over bye bye and we're going to get to it all episode long that's right
0: oh man just some playoff
1: football baby we're going to recap last week of the nfl regular season get to some fan mentions and we're also going to break down all of the biggest storylines from around the league and uh what we're getting ready for this wild card weekend <laughs>
0: there's nothing better than some
1: playoff football before we get to all that though we're gonna get to the fun stuff
0: There's just nothing better, baby.
1: That's right. As always. Playoff
0: football. New news. Playoff football news. Hey. (laughs) We both made it to the Pro Bowl. How about it, huh?
1: Hey. Congratulations, Trev.
0: Congrats, Jason. I don't think I told you congrats yet.
1: I don't think I told you yet
0: officially been selected to uh, your seventh pro bowl um Seven. six total eagles players made it uh, to the pro bowl this year that's making it you lane johnson with another tally in the pro bowl uh, aj mm-hmm. brown landon dickerson yeah, coming dude. up big man uh and hassan reddick dog and uh deandre swift getting in there man all well deserving man for Definitely a sure. uh, key parts of the Eagles. You were asked about the selection and said uh, Jeff Stotlin has had so many players make the Pro, uh, pro Bowl for consecutive years. Uh, he's a fantastic coach for all five of us. Uh, at least uh, alternatives or, or in it. Um, it really speaks to the level of coaching is um, the coach he is and what he gets out of his players. And I think Landon, when you uh, start to you know seeing guys start getting theirs, um, it makes it that much more uh, fun as a group. Uh, and rewarding is that what you said
1: verbatim? I think you just read exactly what I said.
0: Yeah. Um. um well, <laughs> nice man. That's just sweet. Um. How did you guys feel about making the Pro Bowl?
1: No, I mean, obviously, it's an incredible honor.
0: Always is, man.
1: It comes at a point in the season where, obviously, um, you know, I think the building has been pretty frustrated with the performances as of late. Uh, so you know, there was a video making the rounds where, you know, pretty much nobody smiled. I think I'm the only one that kind of cracked a smile because I was happy. Uh, when my man Lane Johnson got announced and some of the other guys, but um, you know, it's always an honor, you know, especially like, I don't think Landon, whenever you see a guy that isn't up in the fan vote, but he still goes because the players and coaches probably all voted for him. Yeah. I think, um, you know, that speaks really, really highly of the guy. And for us, you know, all five of our starting line is either in it or alternates. Like you just said,
0: this is pretty sweet.
1: You put a lot of work into it and uh, to see that other people think pretty highly of uh, what you're doing out there is always is always nice to hear.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's sweet, man. Collective group, man. There was also maybe the darkest LeBron stat of all time tweeted about Jason (laughs) making the Pro Bowl uh, that we just have to talk about NBC Sports Philadelphia reporter Ruben Frank. That's right. Ruben. Big big Rube. Rube. Frank the Tank. Jason Kelsey is 23rd offensive lineman in NFL history. To make first team all pro at least five times and the Pro Bowl at least seven times. Um of the twenty-one who are eligible for the Hall of Fame, only one has not gotten in. That's Jim Tyrer, Tyrer um, who murdered his wife in nineteen eighty. Holy shit. The tweet was since deleted. Yeah, you can't uh you can't really stand behind that.
1: I think it's an okay I think it's a fine tweet. I mean it's it's a it's a legitimate thing that happened, an unfortunate thing rube has been on this train i think he was he started writing articles like four years ago when i made my third all pro team about uh started talking about hall of fame stuff so Rube's been.
0: dude there's nothing better than what the eagles posted about you what they post the 30 minute highlight video of why jason oh, kelsey tra- transcended the game of football that was, that was and he should Duffy. Want, undoubtedly be in the hall of fame dude it was fucking unbelievable oh. i cried <laughs> there isn't even a moment where you should be crying. And <laughs> it was it the was screen great, part?
1: Right? It was the screens? It was. It was the screens. You, trans, you,
0: you literally, the the RPOs, man, they wouldn't be the same without Jason Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You guys should check it out. I don't know how you could find it, but I'm pretty sure it's on the Eagles Twitter somewhere.
1: Not only did I make my seventh Pro Bowl, Travis officially was selected to his, his ninth Pro Bowl consecutive. That is nine straight. The third most of any tight end in NFL history behind only Tony Gonzalez and Jason Witten. Damn. Gosh, man. That's a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's no way I'm catching 14.
1: I mean, 14's a lot. You got to play fine. for a long time to get 14. <laughs> Tony, so talk about longevity, man. I mean, Dude, that is...
0: year in, year out. And
1: he still looks I I feel like Tony could still go out there and play a couple snaps. He
0: could, you, you know how it is, man. He could go out there and, I ain't as good as I once was. Yeah, Jason, I don't think.
1: I, I have big wits done.
0: Yeah, my God, Jason, man. He tried He tried to come back. He tried to come back. He was fun.
1: He did come back.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. He didn't try. He did. Gave it a good run. Now he's coaching some good old high school ball down there in Texas. Is he? Yeah.
1: There we go.
0: Word on the street, at least. Word on the street. Tu, baby.
1: Five total Chiefs were selected to this year's Pro Bowl. Travis, Patrick, Mahomes, uh, Creed Humphrey, Chris Jones, and uh, Joe Tooney. Any teammates you want to shout out or qu- quotes? I feel like I read a whole quote. You wrote a whole quote of mine. So
0: I mean, obviously, our our defense is top in the league. I would have loved to see a few of our DBs, uh, maybe our linebackers, get a chance. Um, Nick Bolden got banged up this year uh, and missed a few games, but I think he's been lights out. Obviously, a Jerry a Sneed. We just got uh, we got a bunch of guys. Yeah, McDuffie. We got a bunch of guys. I think on the secondary that. Jay Reed that have just been playing their ass off, yep. man, and yep. are very good football players. Kind of a one-stop shop. They can do it all, man. And and not always do the stats uh, line up to, you know, how great they are for this team. And, and yeah. But at the same time, still uh, appreciative of everybody that got in. And you know how this thing goes, man. Sometimes it's a popularity contest, and sometimes it's just, you know, who can fill up the stat sheet, man.
1: Yeah. Well congratulations on nine it's ridiculous if you really think about it
0: damn i didn't even know i had nine let's
1: get some fan mentions of the week our first fan mention comes from user token pat on the new heights reddit page who wrote since the boys talked about cards on the latest podcast i figured i'd show my rookie card of travis i got signed at training camp a few years ago how did this end up being your rookie card
0: i fucking hate that card
1: it's a the bad, is
0: disgusting dude. I just
1: don't get it. It's just like, a,
0: why would they pick that picture for my rookie card? Like, what so the do fuck? All,
1: I thought rookie cards. Who still chooses had, that shit? I thought rookie cards still had pictures of the guys playing. In I
0: did Yeah, that's what I thought.
1: I this is the first time I've ever seen a rookie card.
0: I did this at the NFL Draft Combine. I'd never. Right. I ne- that was the only time I ever wore a shirt like, from Under Armour.
1: This looks like it was literally like you you <laughs> did like the East Happy. Bay photo shoot back when East Bay was still. Dude, alive.
0: this is exactly what it was.
1: Yeah, I know because I, I did the same thing.
0: That yeah, was the worst.
1: Except they didn't give me a ball, but yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the photographer could have told me to shut the shut my fucking mouth. Look like an <laughs> asshole.
1: Looks like you're trying to catch the ball with your mouth.
0: Chill out, man. Come on, <laughs> man. it's just uncalled for, man. <laughs> I'm called for squirt squad over here man
1: squirt squad
0: what a! Uh, oh my gosh yeah no that card is pretty pretty bad
1: yeah well congratulations token pat for an awesome card signed by travis kelsey
0: anybody ever asked me to sign that card again i'll set it in flames right there in front of you
1: i mean it's your rookie card travis think how valuable that card's gonna be
0: when it's on fire
1: well no when you're dead it's gonna happen when you're dead unfortunately but... that card's terrible when you're dead and gone and people are trading, like, the most prized Travis Kelsey playing card. That's not one of them. Be, this is it.
0: Nope. Be it's your like, rookie card. card it's, it's always
1: everybody's rookie card.
0: The, the really good ones go for, like, sweet poses. No. Nope. That one? That one ain't. No. That's gonna be rookie a dog shit card. card. Nobody's going to like that one. It's always like rookie card,
1: one. buddy. This is going to be the highest dollar item for Travis Kelsey memorabilia one day. No, I know. It's not no, it's it's cemented. cemented, thanks to Panini or whoever put that out there.
0: Yeah, fucking tops. <laughs> and this next one from at Delboy underscore Sullivan. I think my wife believes hey. my obsession with new heights has got out of hand. This uh, this one was my Xmas gift. The candle does smell nice. To be scared, to be fair, it
1: smells like Travis Kelce. So are, do you do you partner with this group?
0: I've never seen this group ever in my life.
1: Do you think people just make up? things one thousand percent
0: they just made that shit up
1: so you don't think this smells like you at all no i'm just curious i kind of want to have one of these candles just to find out what people think you smell
0: like god damn it no jason we're not fucking bringing this onto the fucking show i'm
1: buying one right now i'm doing this
0: you want to support people just fucking making nonsense by the all right here can we make one of jason and see what jason smells like and then have a smell What off? do you think
1: so when we have a smell off? what do you think people think i smell like Chicken grease?
0: Baby shit.
1: I mean, that's an accurate scent.
0: But not because of your
1: kids. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> well, you call it baby shit so that people think it's something else. But it's really just...
0: What do you look like you smell like? You look like you smell like just... You look like you smell like a wet boot.
1: Mildew. I smell like moldy.
0: Yeah. Like a, what do you a, look like? You look like you like smell like... an old like hockey skate. A wet flip-flop.
1: <laughs> Flip-flops don't smell.
0: What do you look like? You look like you smell like...
1: I can't find this candle. There's a sh- but there's a, a million other smells like Travis Kelsey candles. I wonder if they all smell the same. I should, we should get multiple. That's what we need to do. Intern Brandon, Kayla, whoever on this call. I need to have multiple smells like Travis Kelsey candles. <laughs> no, scent man. So Just we tell can them. have a. Is there a quality control on the scent of Travis Kelsey? That's what I can need we to
0: figure get out. a candle that smells like Jason Kelsey? Please. I mean, it probably exists. You probably you look like you would smell like fucking just.
1: I see smells like cinnamon. Jason you look like you, you don't smell think there's anybody out there looking for smells like Jason Kelsey. You, candles? Look
0: like, you look like you smell like apple cider.
1: I mean, I'd take that. <laughs> yeah, I don't see any smells like Jason Kelsey fans. I see a lot of smells like Travis Kelsey. A lot of candles with my face on it. This is how you know. <laughs> Dude, this is funny. This is there are a bunch of candles with my likeness on them, but none of them say smells like because I feel like people would be turned off by a candle that smelled like me. <laughs> <laughs> but they're interested in just, like, the beard and, like, some mm-hmm. visual imagery of uh, Eagles player that they like. You
0: look like... But with you Travis, look like, they all you know say... You you look like you smell smells like? Smells like... You know what you look like you smell like? Dial soap bar.
1: <laughs> I and mean, that is what I smell like. That and whatever Old Spice deodorant I put on for the day.
0: That's great. All right, well, let's get to the last one.
1: Uh, and lastly, from... Uh, a. Emery 13. I, don't, I think that's two different things. Anyways, on Twitter, which one of y'all rocked number 48 at Cleveland Heights High School? Uh, as sh- or at New Heights Show. I wore number 48 in uh, high school.
0: Yeah, I wore a few different numbers.
1: Travis wore 48 for a limited time in Cincinnati, just yeah. reminded me.
0: Yep, scout team um, specialist, I forgot baby. Forgot about that. Scout team all-star, number 48. It's a big buns number. It is a super buns number.
1: Who was the, who was the coach in middle school at Roxborough that played for the Cleveland Browns for a little bit, was a tight end in the league. He was under Mike, uh, Mike Johnson. Who's the, who's the head coach again? It was Vince John- Johnson, Co- Vince Johnson. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Mike Jones and Vince Johnson mixed up. Coach Jay. No, coach but he Jay was, play- he was a,
0: he was a hooper, man. He was no, I know, su- but
1: it was the tight end coach under Vince.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, That's a great big question. Big, I don't know. Gosh.
1: The first day I ever got a football jersey, everybody's given all the jerseys out and he said the player makes a number not the other way around of course at the time i was like yeah and i, I thought this dude was a man he played for the cleveland browns even if it was just
0: i don't even know what he did i remember this because he had connections with the browns to get uh jamal a helmet that fit because oh, really? he had the dreads yeah oh dope
1: i didn't even know if that was uh, i was just like yeah man yeah yeah player makes a number so i just gave me 48 and i'm like yeah i'm gonna be a This is a great number i'm gonna make it a great number and then in hindsight though it's like
0: that number it's, it's, a, the,
1: it's the oldest trick in the book, right? Like, yeah, there's only so many jerseys give to give out.
0: You got to tell it. <laughs> can't give everybody sweet numbers. You got to tell it so everybody's happy. Players do make the numbers. Don't forget that, kids. They do. I wore number one at uh Heights my senior year and 11 all the way up to that year.
1: Big number one guy.
0: <sighs> Fucking selfish prick.
1: <laughs> do you look back at wearing number one? Do you think number one? is I'd a wear it again.
0: I almost, yeah, I almost like, yeah, I almost changed my number. You about to switch? I was. Are you about to go back to? And number then I one? realized how how much I would have to <laughs> I would have to pay <laughs> to switch. Yeah, so Cleveland Heights High School, where me and Jason went uh, to high school, obviously um, Heights Um is doing a a fun fundraiser, a fun fundraiser for uh, oh, how about that? The Heights Athletic Boosters. That's right. So um. These two jerseys are being sold. The replicas of uh, what we wore in high school are being sold to uh, raise some money, so that uh, High tie can, who knows, maybe get some more uh, or get some new jerseys. You know, <laughs> there we go. Get some uh, travel fare. Or so some get old some jerseys, new helmets some new jerseys. Some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anybody that wants to get a Jason Kelsey high school jersey like this gentleman right here, uh, we're going to drop the link in the in the uh, comment section or right here, right here, right here, right there.
1: I don't know where they're putting it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, they'll put it somewhere in there. Um, yeah. So, shout out to Ho Hey, hey. All
1: righty. Let's move on to some no-dumb
0: questions. All right, I'm now.
1: On. <laughs> uh, moving on, it's time to answer some uh, no-dumb questions because there's no such thing as dumb questions. Just dumb people. Stupid people. No-dumb questions is brought to you by our friends at Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey-o. Let's go sports bar. <clears throat> Thank you, Travis. All righty. From Lindzer
0: house linder house
1: linder house uh on club 92 no question when off when on offense when is the play decided before you even line up once you see what the defense is doing are a lot of plays changed last minute um, um that's a fair I, question it's a fair question it's hard it's a hard question to i guess and so yeah the play is decided when you're huddling if you are huddling if you're no huddle that's something completely different but uh if you're huddling, the play is obviously called in. The quarterback is the one that relays it in the huddle. Oh, yeah. Sometimes the play will be tagged with another play. It'll either be a kill or... Dual play. Yeah, there'll be two plays that we're going to run, and it's based on the look that the defense is going to give us that is going to predicate which one of these we run, whether it's coverage Omaha or Omaha Omaha. Correct. Sometimes there's even three built in that... It starts to get a little much when you start adding in three plays. Uh, but typically, it's one or two plays are called from the huddle. Then once you get to the line of scrimmage, you're typically running what you ran in the huddle. If you get some off-the-wall looks that you're really not prepared for, especially if the play uh, is not conducive for those got some, looks.
0: Got some get-out-of-jail-free cards. You can get
1: to some generic plays that are you know good-good for whatever they want to put out there. Good-good. Most of the plays are not changed last minute, uh, but sometimes you have to do things uh, last minute. And um, when you're no huddle up on the ball, I think that's when there's more things changed at the line is two minute drill on the ball. Well, two minute, I guess you're not really changing that much, but on the ball, you don't have time to get into the kills or whatnot. The defense kind of shows what they're doing. Then you'll see for the most part, you're not changing a run player. Probably the quarterback is signaling a route or something outside that he wants to get to. I feel like that is when that happens more.
0: Is that accurate, Travis? Um, Yeah. I kind of blacked out when you were rolling through there. Um, I I would just say that um, going into a first down, like the coaches are all discussing what plays they like coming up. In between timeouts, in between possessions, the offensive staff will come together, decide on a few plays that they like, um, so that they're kind of always a step ahead. Uh, That just helps them in terms of situations. All right, what do we like on our next third down? What do we like if it's red zone and inside the 10-yard line? You know, certain situations that you like to talk about if you get put in again because you have something to base it off of, right? The play comes in as as you're in the huddle, but for the most part – a lot of it's premeditated uh, before the drive, I would assume.
1: I hope that answers your question, Linzer House. Noise from a Brown Thirty Two on Club Ninety Two. Um, why don't players cover their arms during bad or cold weather games? And how warm are the heated benches?
0: Benches are hot as fuck.
1: To They're be hot. They're real hot. As a matter of yeah. fact, it's it'll it'll burn your hamstring sometimes if you're sitting down on it.
0: I for do. Too I long. really. It's got to be. It's got to be cold as balls for me to be on the heater man i, I, I don't like usually, being overly hot or hot really in general
1: yeah so if the benches are heated i usually sit like on the edge of it just so like it's barely touching anything if i am sitting on it yeah um i also don't like what it does i feel like my cleats get like softer because yeah, the floor, a lot of people don't know this there's like a little floor thing that also, like a rubber
0: mat that shoots yeah, up heat.
1: but um the one thing i like heated benches for is i put my helmet down on that
0: uh Ooh, it's a good little, one. Make your helmet yeah, nice and comfy.
1: A lot of people don't know when it gets cold out, your helmet turns into
0: essentially fucking a rock. rock, dude. It is hard.
1: <laughs> the vet move for sure is to set that helmet right down on either the floor or you go to the the jet propulsion heater on the other side and hold your helmet in front of that.
0: Okay, jet propulsion.
1: Whatever that is, it looks like a jet engine. I don't know, dude. What that it is, is but... the
0: jet engine heater. Man. <laughs> that thing but, I've seen um, that I've seen that literally a coat catch on fire yeah dude feathers like a fucking bird exploded just so
1: <laughs> oh you saw it i thought you were saying that that's it amazing. happened
0: on the sideline in the game oh my the, gosh the guy's jacket got caught on He's fire
1: wearing down and a bunch of goose feathers went up in flames dude, this shit was what awesome. um what happened to him did he get burns or did he get it off in time
0: L- luckily yeah he got it off in time
1: that's crazy yeah it was wild was it a player
0: or a coach player player who had the uh, long ja- long jacket on Gotcha,
1: and I guess to the other question, you know, why don't players wear sleeves? Essentially, or uh, cover their uh, arms?
0: It's just slicker. Do you want the new? Yeah, yeah, the new long sleeves that are like the tight skin long sleeves are. um, It can just be a little bit slicker when you put the ball away. At least that's why I don't like to wear it. I I feel a lot more secure when it's just my skin on the on the rock. Um, Doesn't feel as slick. At the same time, I know a lot of guys that don't run into that problem. Um, and I think uh, a lot of the old school, like regular cotton, I think you made a point about that, like the old school cotton, just long sleeve shirt or like a turtleneck, like a long john type deal. Uh, the ball really doesn't slide as much on those, but all the yeah. new, like uh, not even material, materials. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff.
1: Yeah. You don't want to wear that. Matter of fact, a lot of offensive coaches will not let their players wear those sleeves uh, because they think it'll affect ball security. I also just don't think that my arm... Like, when I'm cold, it's never because my arms are cold. I'm cold because my hands are cold, my feet are cold. Um,
0: I'm right there with you, dude. My you arms know what I mean? and my so legs like, don't get for cold For me, at if all. it's
1: cold, the only thing I'm really bringing out there is that one of them hand warmer pouches. And in particular, because I can't wear a glove on my right hand because I snap with it, I put that sucker in there. And as long as I'm moving around during the drive, I'm not really going to get cold. If I'm going to wear anything, they make these... um thermal layer like vest type things underneath if it's real cold i might try that but i can't i, I think i might have wore that once or twice
0: i know a bunch of guys are going to the uh the scuba gear so we
1: had those i tried that for warm-up it was way too tight to me i
0: didn't like yeah. it. yeah no i didn't like it i couldn't move around yeah. anything that's restricting me in terms of like a, a extra layer of clothing i I'm hate it you. i'll just go out there regular and just being like a a cutoff t-shirt and some compressions
1: i want to feel nice and loosey goosey
0: what is scuba gear scuba gear is uh exactly what you would think it is like a gear you would like a. it's it's a wetsuit it's a wetsuit that you would jump into the ocean in um to help you keep your uh body temperature i guess when you go into cold waters
1: so they have like different type of wetsuits because the reason we're answering this is because brandon Intern Brandon is asking this question anyways,
0: guys. It makes sense, though. It makes sense.
1: You have your wetsuit, which is like a full-body wetsuit that you'll see people go down. But there's also these uh, wetsuits, and I don't know if it's actual scuba gear or if it's like, cert- but it's something that's designed for cold water, which is more of like a vest type thing. and actually has like a zipper on it. Like you can like zip it. It's like, oh yeah, it's, this is like a thick, I mean, you're, if it, it, it's like a, Simulating like a layer of whale fat, like this thing, has,
0: <laughs> it's got some thickness. Like it's like dolphin skin.
1: Yeah, yeah. How um, big of a boy are you? But but I'm with you. I don't I don't like the restriction in any every, anything I wear. I want to be able to feel like I can bend I and get to any position yeah. without having to uh, significantly fight uh,
0: myself. Uh, any
1: any of the crap I'm wearing. So yeah. Anyways, I hope that answers your question uh i think we got it yeah so we'll move on to the third one from briar on club 92 please explain the red zone
0: huh that's all i got why is it called the red zone because you're you're on the hunt
1: i feel like red zone had to be named by like a defensive coach like it's like a if it was named by an offensive coach it'd be the green zone baby it's it's time to go
0: yeah alert like danger danger and <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> attention all defense attention all defense they're about to fucking score
1: defensive personnel do not miss another tackle and do not allow another catch we are in the red zone i repeat code red
0: <laughs> that's pretty good
1: basically if you're uh from the was it 20 is it start at the 20 or 25 25
0: yeah 25
1: 25 and in is the red zone? Then there's different stipulations, even in the red zone, that most offenses use. And
0: this back- is where I think the terminology came from. Like they 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 labeled it the red zone because a defensive coordinator would start to change his defense and modify his yeah, defense a little exactly. bit from when you're in the middle of the field to when you're in your like side of the field, side of the fifty. So it's like they have to kind of classify it as something. So they classified that as the red zone. What is it? Backed up the blue zone, the black. We just call it
1: backed up, but I have heard it. The, the, I have heard it being a color zone as well, but we just call it backed
0: up. Backed up, yeah. Um, but yeah, so to to classify kind of how teams run their style of red zone defense, they just I don't know had to group it under a word. So I think red zone has always been the the consensus,
1: and not just red zone defense, but red zone offense. Both of the the plays you're running in that portion of the field a lot of times are much different because of the uh, less field route that you have to work with. All right now, and then there's the red zone, which is a generic term for 25 to the goal line, but most teams even divide that up. So you have red zone, which would be like 25 to what, like the the 10 or 12. Then you get into like the high red then uh, yeah i don't know about all that yeah then all of a sudden when you get to what the goal line two or three you're in the tight red no no
0: no never, you guys I've don't never do that any of this. i've also been under the same classified like system my entire career
1: i was with andy and i was also with doug and i feel like we did the same thing
0: oh you did it with doug i thought this would have been a chip kelly or a i think every
1: coach i've ever had has like different portions of the red zone categorized but 100 maybe that's a stout that. thing maybe stout just has All I know is from two to three yards to the goal line, you have like essentially, because that's when you have like your goal line package plays. Yeah. Your goal line runs are two to three yards out, usually two. But um, then all of a sudden uh, there to, um, I, I don't even know what qualifies the high red.
0: I don't know what the high red is, yeah.
1: And they're all differentiated. All this comes down to is, Offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators try to segment this, like Travis said, because the defense has changed the closer you get to the end zone. So there's different tendencies and the same thing with the offense. There's different tendencies that happen within different portions of that zone. So offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators differentiate uh, when they see those tendencies kind of shifting league wide. Anyways, that's all I got. <laughs>
0: Beep. That's a good one. Alert,
1: Blitz Zero! Alert, Blitz Zero! (laughs) We don't need any safeties back. Send every, send the
0: whole house. Blitz everyone in three, two, one. That was no dumb questions. Brought to you by Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Good job. It's time now
1: to talk about our partner, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports.
0: All you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Plus, Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesday.
0: Hey-o. Each
1: Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select players' pro- uh, projections up to 25% Uh, to provide even more
0: value. And Prospect now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season.
1: And now for the portion of this ad-read-labeled personal experience to be read by talent outside of Travis and Jason Kelsey. Because we are active NFL players and cannot participate and have not participated, uh, but you know who can... That's right. Our intern, Brandon, come on in here. Intern, come Brandon, on, you come talented, on down.
0: Talented man. You. Alrighty, All righty, right. We're going to take up?
1: our headphones off immediately so that we don't hear oh. any of these picks
0: or have any knowledge of what's happening Bye. in place
1: during <laughs> this portion of our show.
0: All right, guys, quick picks for wildcard weekend. Uh, I love Pacheco rushing yards. It's going to be a very cold game in Kansas City. I think they're going to stick to Pacheco. I want Stafford passing yards. I feel like Stafford's homecoming is going to be a shootout um, I like him in that game. CeeDee Lamb has been a prize picks cheat code. I don't think that's stopping the playoffs. I'm in Ross St. Brown receiving yards. And listen, another dude we can't ignore in the playoffs, Joe Flacco. Just, just go with Joe. Just go with Joe. He's been great. One of the best stories of the wildcard weekend. I'm very excited to keep watching Joe Flacco. But I'm going to get out of here, bring the guys back. <laughs> Got him. Got a Travis. Hopefully he did you guys right. If you want to start making picks, go to prizepicks.com slash new heights and use the code new heights for a first deposit match up to $100.
1: Again, that's prizepicks.com slash new heights code new heights for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
0: All right. Now, 92 percenters, it's time to shout out our next partner, Etsy. With both of us playing in the NFL for so many years, we've learned uh, a thing or two about competition. But when it comes to finding the perfect game-winning gift for Valentine's Day, Etsy is the real MVP. Boy, is it! With Valentine's Day
1: just around the corner, it's about that time of year I start shopping for something extra special for Kylie. That's kind of a lie. I usually do it last second, just like every other man out here on the planet. But Etsy is the place I go to.
0: Do you have anything in mind yet? I usually get the
1: same chocolates every year, Ooh, and the same flowers. Adorable.
0: Oh my gosh! And Chocolate and flowers. Then a card.
1: Etsy's got all sorts of amazing gifts, jewelry, handbag, jackets, sweaters. I feel like I really can't go wrong. Etsy is like a cheat code for Valentine's Day gifts. You're not just buying a gift. You're getting one-of-a-kind pieces made for craftspeople and small businesses.
0: Whether you're feeling the Valentine's Day pressure like Jason and I or trying to figure out the right gift for a significant other, Etsy is the go-to destination for adding that special touch.
1: Shop now for up to 40% off heartfelt gifts proudly made by small shops and independent sellers. Save until February 14th. Discounts available from participating shops only. Products and prices may vary. See individual shops for details. Etsy has it. Shopetsy.com. I'm sure all of you 92%ers out there tuning in are looking to come to a Chiefs or Eagles game this season or postseason. And that's where today's sponsor comes
0: in. That's right. Today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. SeatGeek, with over 28 million downloads, is the number one rated ticketing app.
1: There are more than 70,000 events every single day in SeatGeek, from the NFL to college football
0: to Zach Bryan concert. I'm a big Zach Brown band fan.
1: Zach Brown band, Ooh. A little chicken fried,
0: a little uh, toes what is in it, uh, toes in the water, toes in the water. Got my then you toes got...
1: in the water, ass in the sand. Not a worry in the world gold beer in my, my hand. hand. Life, is good, Life is good today.
0: SeatGeek puts tickets across the web in one place to make sure you're getting a good deal. And each ticket is rated on a scale of 1 to 10. So look for the green dots. Green means good and red means not as good as green.
1: And every ticket is backed by the buyer guarantee. And SeatGeek is the only site that lets you return your tickets ahead of the event with swaps.
0: You know we came through for you guys. Use the code KELSEY10. Ten percent off tickets on SeatGeek.
1: That's right. Code Kelsey ten will get you ten percent off tickets, whether you are a new or existing customer. Open the app and type the code in right now.
0: Let's tee up some bold topics to wrap up week eighteen, final week in the NFL.
1: Start off with your game, Trav. Chiefs thirteen, Chargers twelve. Woohoo! Blaine Gabbert. The big question going into the game obviously was is Travis going to play and is Trav going to get 1000 yards to extend his 1000 yards season.
0: Uh I was never into this. It was no. uh No. I just it never felt right to go out there chasing stats. I uh, I was kind of in and out of practice all week for me to just jump in on game day and try and get 15 16 yards whatever it was. Yeah, which is a lot harder than what you guys think it is. Um, even though I had a hundred and something against the chargers earlier that year, um, it's hard to do that twice against the team. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just, uh, it, it never you felt been out right. There, I
1: think they w- they would have been guarding the extra hard If you would have been out there, No question. they got a lot
0: of veteran football players that understand the game and understand why the fuck I'm in the game. Listen, <laughs> it was, it was more so it had nothing to really do with my health. It had nothing to really do with, you know, whether or not I was going to get injured, uh, it was more so just it just didn't feel right, and in my gut, it just didn't feel like I should be playing uh, the game that way. And um, if I could, if I could get some get some rest going into next week, stay off the turf out there in LA, um, and just um, avoid some hits, man, I was uh, I was all for that to to gear up for the playoffs here, man. So what do you
1: mean you didn't feel like it was right to do it that way? You don't think it's right? You didn't think it was right to go out there and try and get a record?
0: No, I, it wasn't. It wasn't even the record. I did. I. I didn't get. I don't give a shit about the record. All
1: right.
0: It was a record that I had broken four times already. You know.
1: We've extended it four times or whatever, right?
0: Yeah, and you know, it was. Uh, it's. It's cool to know that, but at the same time, I've never sat here and said, you know, if I don't get a thousand yards, my season was, you know, a failure. It's an arbitrary number. I've always. Had it in my mind, if I win a Super Bowl, if I lose the Super Bowl, that's a failure. That's a good point. So, I don't know. I've always just well, kind of had it in the back of my mind that that's how I work, and it just didn't feel right to try and go out there for 16 yards. I just thought I'd just bring the energy on the sideline, let my guys go out there and rock, and sure enough, they did, baby.
1: You're a better man than me. I uh, We had a, the playoffs clinched a few years ago, and I had a consecutive game streak going, and it is still going because I went out for one play and got my ass right off the field solely to extend that.
0: Yeah, you were extending to in hopes to catch Bednarik, right? Or what's his name? (laughs) Bednarik? Bednarik, yeah.
1: Actually, the guy who held the record was John Runyon. John Runyon is the- Ooh,
0: big John, yeah. He's fired me a few times. Nice. Um, (laughs) Yeah. The sheriff of the NFL. Yeah. That was a different- I mean, it's- I've already broken this record.
1: Yeah, I'm with you.
0: And I just- it, It didn't get me- excited to just keep keep it going i'm
1: more giving you a hard time i think uh (laughs) i think you made the right call i'm just giving you a hard time i appreciate it it wasn't like you had a million dollars relying on 15 yards
0: it wasn't an easy easy decision everybody in the building had been coming up to me all week telling me they wanted it for me and um all the guys on the team were behind it and it just i don't know every day i woke up i just stared at the ceiling and like man this just doesn't feel right to go out here and try and chase this couldn't mutter it up man
1: if you had $1.25 million incentive, if you got a thousand I'd been, yards. I'd have
0: been out there <laughs> drooling, sweating my ass off, out there, every well, single let's play. Talk, let's talk some more about You couldn't take me that. off the field.
1: <laughs> let's talk some more about incentives. Uh, Chris Jones got his million-dollar sack. That's right. Um, and the other huge story from the game, probably the bigger story, was that Chris Stone Cold Jones, in front of the show, uh, Was just a half a sack short of $1.25 million in incentives headed to him if he got a sack in the game or a half sack. Uh, The broadcast was tracking the whole game to see if Chris was going to get this. He was getting double teamed. They were doing everything to keep him out of there. But eventually he broke through. Let's watch this. Yes, he
0: did. Oh my gosh. It was one of those sacks where. It was one of those this sacks is, where he didn't even really tackle him. He was kind of just the just closest kind of, guy to him when he fell down. Fell. yeah, It's the best. Chris, he actually yeah, looked
1: that's like. Mine, that's mine, that's mine.
0: <laughs> He kind of looked to the sideline to see if everybody was like on board with like, yeah, that was you. And Did you guys sure get enough, a
1: penalty? Look at how many
0: people are on the field. No, the guy me. just won a fucking million dollars. He just, he just won Planko or like, you know what I mean? Like he just,
1: just won the, the guy he just fucking
0: won the jackpot. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Fuck yeah, we got excited for him, man. That shit was yeah, awesome. amazing. Everybody was dialed into it. Couldn't have happened to a better teammate. Yeah, he deserved it. Well, well deserved it. It was oh, electric man. too, man. That's what you love to see.
1: Well, after the game, Chris was interviewed and asked about the sack. Uh, Chris Jones' quote was, I lost so much money holding out, so I'm just making money back that I lost. <laughs>
0: hey, man, I respect it. I respect you. He made it back, baby.
1: You got to make up for the lost time. There we go. Per next gen stats uh, about the sack celebration, Chris Jones reached a top speed of fourteen point eight five miles per hour running to the sideline on that celebration, which would be his second fastest speed on any play in the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good.
1: That's Damn. amazing.
0: He's out there rolling, baby.
1: Got that sack, and he's like, "I'm gonna hurry up and get off this field as fast as humanly possible."
0: You already know, and everybody was chasing the man. It was glorious.
1: Uh, you got any final thoughts, Trev? What uh, what are the takeaways from a game where uh, most of the starters aren't playing, and there's nothing really at stake for the postseason?
0: I mean, it's always exciting to see uh, see the younger guys or um, some guys that might not get as much playing time get in and get a chance to to ball out, man. Yeah, it was good to see Blaine Gabbard go back there, show show everybody he still got it. Uh get his feet wet a little bit um going into the playoffs and um everybody was out there, you know, making plays. Defensive side of the ball, guys flying around, getting sacks. Um it was just uh it was an exciting game and on top of that, man, the energy on the sidelines was fucking awesome, man. Everybody was in a good mood, having a blast, watch uh, supporting the team and um yeah. Who care? found a way to get a win, baby.
1: Yes, she did. Uh, Backup Blaine Gabbert uh, got the start and uh, led the team to the win on the road against uh, the division rival. Nicole Hardman led all receivers with 77 yards, including one big 37-yard reception. Hey, yo.
0: Nicole had a great game, baby.
1: And two weeks in a row, Harrison Bucker comes up big for the Chiefs. At the end of the game, you guys are down 12-10. to 10. Gabbert leads the offense down for a final drive to the 24-yard line, and Bucker nails it for the win. Harry LeBrons stat of the game. The chiefs have now won 11 plus games for the sixth consecutive season. tied for the third longest streak in NFL history. I wonder what the longest streak is for 11 plus games.
0: I would uh, I would assume I would assume the Patriots. Patriots I man, you would think so. You would think yeah, that'd be. It. I'm, I'm assume that. Uh, Giants Eagles, man. Uh, tough one man. you guys yeah, uh, not,
1: not fun, not not good
0: guys had a tough game, man. Uh, what are your initial thoughts, brother?
1: It's frustrating. It was a uh, – it's, it's, it's a, not the way we wanted to end the regular season. It's not the reason we were out there. We played our starters to try and go into the postseason with a little bit more momentum, uh, playing the New York Giants this week and, and winking and the Giants, I mean, both offensively and defensively, uh, got after us. So it's frustrating. It sucks. Um, we're not the team that we want to be uh right now or have been uh but you know what at the end of the day it don't fucking matter anymore like right now the playoffs are here and it's time to fucking go it's time i mean you know
0: clean slate
1: yeah all you can do is hey let's just go out there all we gotta do is put one game together at a time go out there put the best damn game film we put out there play as hard as you can for one game uh and then worry about the next one if you get another opportunity and um i'm looking forward to going out there with all of our guys this next week
0: ah don you just got me fired up again man play, Dude, on football, play on football, baby. football bro Woo! Ain't hey, nothing like it man and uh you guys didn't finish the way you wanted to man but anything could fucking happen man i got you guys got the leaders yeah let's uh talk a little bit more about this game though man um going into the game the 2c and the nfc was still on the line with dallas lost to the commanders uh but there was some media talk uh of just resting starters Um, was this ever considered or was it more just uh, momentum going um, more the priority?
1: I'm sure it was considered upstairs, but I think with how the last few games had went, I think ultimately the um, I think everybody felt that it was important for us to go out there and at least try and put another uh, opportunity to get better out there. And it obviously did not work. I mean, we played
0: terrible. Well, you guys, you guys got banged up, man.
1: Yeah, and a lot of injuries. But even then, you know, there's still, I mean, listen, I know nobody wants to hear this, but there's still learning moments throughout that game. And, um, you know, it's uh, it was it was a, an awful performance across the board. Um, but, yeah, obviously really didn't want A.J. Brown, Jalen Hurts, uh, Sidney Brown, uh, I mean, Cam got uh, he, he left with an eye injury. I mean, it was crazy how many guys were going down at one point. It was like boom, 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 boom. And, you know, we weren't having any success. It was like a – it was just an insane way the game went down, to be honest with you. So
0: Jalen got banged up. His finger looked like it uh, was about to snap off, man, and he was just walking off calm, cool, collected like he always is. Just
1: making gang signs.
0: Man, that shit was crazy, dog. You look at it and him just walking around like there's nothing going on. It's a crazy, it's a crazy scene, man. Dylan later said that he's never experienced anything like this uh, finger injury on Sunday. Um, when he asked what what happened, he said it popped out, which is crazy that he's never dealt with this before, and he was just chilling.
1: Went right back out there.
0: Have you ever done this to your finger?
1: I, I think I have, but I haven't. It's never stayed like that. You know what I mean?
0: Oh yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. Like yeah.
1: popped and like gone back. Like I don't think yeah. I've ever. Uh, it's been locked like that. Yeah.
0: Not the ending you wanted to the season going one and five. Uh, but Fletcher Cox uh, had a uh, quote after the game that um, you would expect every good veteran leader uh, to to set the mind frame for the team. And um, he's in quotes saying, we just got beat pretty good by a really bad football team. Again, um, we get to go out and play next week. You know how hard it is. Do you know how hard it is to get into the postseason? I mean, it's really, really hard. You know how many teams are having exit meetings Monday? Um a whole lot of them and we're not one of those teams uh we're gonna keep fighting and that's the end of it and it's the honest god truth man he ain't lying uh the majority of the nfl is having their exit meeting uh or already had their exit meeting and guys are in the off season, and it is no matter how high expectations you set for yourself if you make it to the playoffs you have a fucking chance and that's all that matters man playoff football baby Fire me up, man. You're uh you're actually in quotes saying it fucking sucks. Uh, the way we've played these past six games, and uh, the team has a lot to fix headed into the playoffs. Brandon Graham kind of doubling down. It's uh it's a lot of doubting. Uh, that don't matter. It's about how we handle what's coming next. Right now, people are going home and packing up their lockers, and we're still in this thing. We've got some life, and uh, we've got some pride about us. And they, Kevin Byard, man, new leader, uh, new veteran in the uh, in the Philly office. Also told supporters, Nick Sirianni's post-game message to the team was, we are zero and zero. It's time to go on a run, baby.
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, it's it's playoff time. It's uh, Nothing really matters up until this moment. Um, at any point, you can turn over a new leaf and I'd still... Make a run, baby. Listen, man, it's time to go. And uh, hopefully we can put together a, a much better performance uh, this week.
0: Yeah. Sometimes all it takes is a little... Refocus of that energy, baby. Get the right energy yeah. in, the, in the building on a Monday or on a Tuesday going into a first playoff week card weekend, baby.
1: All right, it's time to shout out our next sponsor, and that's Buffalo Wild Wings, baby. There's nothing like watching the playoffs at a sports bar, and we all know Buffalo Wild Wings is the sports bar for the playoff season
0: that's right jason and b-dubs is everything you could possibly need for game day
1: everything so if i tell you i need wall-to-wall tvs wings in any of the b-dubs 26 sauces and rubs and a great beer selection you're telling me b-dubs has all of those things
0: checks all those boxes that's exactly what i'm saying jason and they have everything plus uh it's just fun to watch games at a sports bar with your buddies right it is
1: or you can make new friends when you bond with strangers who are also rooting for the chiefs and eagles at your local cool buffalo wild wings how about that it's a social gathering event what yeah a little win-win buffalo wild wings is the place for playoffs see you there for the games let's go sports bar
0: all right now and always 92 percenters be sure to drink responsibly
1: we need to shout out one of our sponsors that you probably see us drinking all the time on this show and that's accelerator active energy drink
0: i'm too down baby and it's officially the new year 92 percenters look no further If you're trying to uh, accelerate your fitness in 2024, Accelerator Active Energy drink has you covered.
1: Accelerator Active Energy has zero sugar, gives you sustained energy, gets your metabolism going, and gives you the enhanced focus you need to accomplish anything, like maybe playing the NFL or uh, take care of three kids and uh, two Irish Wolfhounds.
0: Straight out the horse's mouth. All right, now, plus, there's also nothing like those signature plant-based thermogenics to give you the energy you need to record a podcast each and every week. Start the new year off right, 92%ers, and get your hands on some Accelerator Active Energy drink. Ooh, (laughs) baby. (laughs) Available on Amazon, Quick Trip, and Giant Eagle.
1: Happy New Year, 92%ers! We hope your 2024 is off to a great start, and you're on your way to achieving any new goals you've set out for the new
0: year. If one of your goals is to take better control of your finances, the Experience Smart Money Debit Card and Digital Checking Account is the perfect way to do so, uh, because it could help you build credit without adding debt
1: and it gets even better 92 percenters if you use your experience smart money debit card and digital checking account and expend at least 25 dollars between now and january 31st you'll be entered into win uh an opportunity to win a thousand bucks
0: answer me this what would you do if someone just handed you a thousand bucks in college in college yeah in college
1: um i probably would have bought a tv
0: You That's what you did. You did do that. I was going to say, don't you forget what you fucking did.
1: You can get started with your own Experian smart money digital checking account right now. In fact, you can do it in minutes.
0: To get your Experian smart money debit card and digital checking account, go to Experian.com slash Kelsey. No purchase necessary. Open to legal U.S. residents 18
1: years or older. See official rules for contest details. Void where prohibited. Banking services provided by Community Federal Savings Bank, member FDIC. Experian is not a bank. Experian Boost results will vary. See terms at Experian.com slash legal.
0: Let's keep this thing fucking moving, man. Player insights on storylines in the NFL. Uh, Week 18 roundup. Let's give some quick thoughts about the biggest headlines for Week 18, starting with how uh, the playoffs seating ended up uh, shaking out. The playoff picture is finally set. The NFC's uh, 49ers got the bye. Cowboys get to host the Packers, number seven Packers, number two Cowboys. Mike McCarthy, former team. Ooh, yeah. Didn't even put that together. (laughs) Forgot that uh, McCarthy was even down there in Dallas, to be honest stud this also marks 19 straight years without a repeat division champ in the nfc east that is fucking insane dude competitive
1: division right there holy cow
0: every year man year in year out and uh well the number three lions host the number six rams games that will feature matt stafford's big return to detroit got some reunions going on his first time returning to the D uh, is also the Lions' first home playoff game in 30 years. The
1: first Detroit home playoff game in 30 years.
0: We even want to say it one more time. The first Detroit playoff game in over 30 years. Holy shit. Dude, How about electric. Dan Campbell and the boys? Four field. Ah, God, that's fucking electric, The Fighting,
1: kneecapping, biting. Lions from Detroit.
0: Fuck. I've seen it live, dude. Way
1: to go, Detroit.
0: That's fucking awesome, man. Couldn't have him do a. Better tight end back. All right. Now <laughs> number four Bucks host the number five Eagles. You guys slid in there at the five. Uh, Bucks clinched their straight, their third straight NFC South title and fourth straight playoff appearance. How about Baker Mayfield, man? Winning a division, man.
1: Dude, who doesn't love Baker Mayfield? Then you got Todd Bowles as the DC head coach. Uh, I guess he's head coach, but he's defense yeah man it's gonna be a challenge looking forward to it
0: as it always is bigger storyline mccarthy and packers reunion or stafford golf trade reunion happening in detroit's first playoff game in 30 years it's got to be the the qbs that got traded for each other for sure right 100 percent. and the fact
1: that it's the first playoff game played (laughs) in a city in 30 years go
0: ahead and say that again the first uh playoff game game
1: played in (laughs)
0: Thirty years. This fucking it's, it's, insane, dude.
1: Is Cleveland somewhere close to this? When's the last time Cleveland hosted a playoff game? Ooh, the Cleveland. When's the last time Cleveland won the AFC North?
0: Um, it had to be two thousand and eight. I don't know why I thought that. Did Did they win it? Braylon Edwards, Kellen Winslow, Derek Anderson.
1: But they won it. They didn't get in on a. I have no idea. We're getting zero help from our interns right God now.
0: Damn it, you guys are supposed to be lightning quick. I know, right? So it makes us look way smarter I'm than cool. the way we are. You guys are gonna have to edit this to make us look even smarter than we
1: 2021. Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, that's right. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, that's we're ad idiots. Steelers.
1: Did you guys even pay any attention? attention? <laughs> so the last one was ninety five.
0: Yeah. They
1: just looked up Brown's playoffs games and just
0: that was lightning quick. They're not even listening to what we're saying right now. Stop. Stop it. They're the best producers in the fucking world. (laughs) Detroit's a crazy... Do you think uh, Detroit's going to boo Matty Stafford? They got to fucking cheer for him, right?
1: No, they're definitely going to... I don't know if they'll boo him, but they're going to be definitely cheering for the Detroit Lions.
0: Yeah, but everybody... Do I think
1: Detroit hates Matthew Stafford? I hope not. I don't know why you would. He was a standard quarterback right. for Detroit for a long time yeah uh and I don't think the Rams hate golf and it's a home I don't but I think it's gonna be electric it's a dome and it's the first playoff game in 30 years Jesus so there's gonna be a lot of pent-up uh, aggression and uh, emotion at that uh, stadium right there this week oh yeah baby also uh the other side of the coin where the chiefs lie not right now. You got the Ravens. They got the buy in the AFC. The Bills are going to host the Steelers. The Bills won the AFC East with their victory over the Dolphins on Sunday night football. Uh, the Chiefs are going to host the Dolphins uh, exclusively on Peacock. We got a playoff game exclusively on Peacock. This will be Tyreek Hill's first time playing in KC since he joined the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, it'll be he a electric. He has played
1: them earlier this year, obviously, but this will be the first time back in Arrowhead. And then, obviously, the Texans, off their big win against the Colts, clinch the AFC South for the first time since 2019 uh, with my former teammate and first-year coach, head coach D'Amico Ryans, and, of course, the rookie quarterback phenom, C.J. Stroud. He becomes only the fifth rookie quarterback and rookie coach combination uh, to make the playoffs in their first year. That's crazy. The first since Chuck Pagano and Andrew Luck.
0: Andrew Luck, yeah.
1: There we go. I didn't know Chuck was a first-year coach that year too. Huh. Me neither. What's the bigger quarterback storyline? Stroud making it as a rookie, or Flacco coming in midseason to save the Browns' season?
0: I mean, I don't know. That's a tough I think, one. I think we're biased because we we got Browns like in our heart at the it's at the Browns, end. It's Browns,
1: and then we're also veteran, we know we, so we know what Flacco like an means old, to old the crusty vet coming back and like <laughs> crawling crusty out. vet. It's, I mean, it's a I'll well say,
0: fucking put together human being right there. Well, he was got cresting, a cannon, and then
1: he got some of that Lake Erie water in him, and then he started
0: gliding <laughs> he got, and lathered, up. He got yeah. lathered up.
1: Got lathered up.
0: I think, uh, I think Stroud. But it's so impressive I, I, as what Stroud's much as, done, dude. What Stroud was doing, I watched that game uh, against the Jags. Man, he's making some great throws, great decisions, um, pulling a rabbit out of a hat every now and then, and that's what you that's what you want to see out of a a quarterback that's comfortable running and going into the playoffs, man. Um, so it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be a fun game to watch, man. I think that, that game is going to be absolutely electric and it's going to be a big, uh, it's going to be a big challenge for, for CJ, you know, that Browns defense, man, That D line is no fucking joke. And as a, as a rookie in the playoffs, everything happens really fast, like really fast. So CJ slow, keep it, get the ball keep it cool, bro. Be you cool. Want to throw that
1: thing quick. Throw that thing quick. Yeah, um, but get that shit out. All right. They do have the best uh, – I do – Laramie Tunsil, he's going to hold it. I mean, that is a matchup. Honestly, everybody's talking about the quarterback. Laramie Tunsell versus freaking the uh, uh, the human scorpion that's playing defensive end for the Cleveland Browns. Um, I don't know how that matchup is going to go. I really have no idea. It's the best versus the best. I really think that.
0: Clash of the Titans, yeah. I'm with you.
1: Houston did play the Colts, though, right? They didn't play – you said the Jags?
0: Yeah, my bad. Colts. Okay. All right. LeBron's stat of the playoffs For the first time in the NFL history All three Lake Erie teams Bills, Browns, and Lions Have made the playoffs in the same season Something about that water Something about that water, boy yeah. Yeah, Right now, about to go up there and Give me some of that water Who says that
1: uh, pollution's bad for you? <laughs> Chill
0: out It's the Great Lakes, baby Biggest body of fresh water It is All right right now Let's get into some Week 18 incentive, Palooza. All righty.
1: We talked about the Chris Jones uh, big sack day uh, during the Chiefs recap, but there were several other players who were up for big incentives and bonuses in Week 18, some of the most notable ones. In the Steelers-Ravens game, Jadavian Clowney. Clowney, man. half a sack to earn a <laughs> 750k bonus oh
0: yeah he got it man. and he
1: gets it at the end of the second quarter
0: yes yeah. nice it was electric was done before it, was, it was similar to the Always. to chris jones everybody on the on the ravens is yeah, fucking see this hyping them up clip. jumping around it's good shit man
1: i, I haven't seen this you one just yet. gotta love it when a guy goes out there and you know
0: gets his bonus
1: man fuck mm. who's conducting the band <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I expected more for 750k. Oh, there he goes. Now he's dancing. Okay, there.
0: There goes. it is. There it is. Also, the uh, Bills wide receiver Dante Hardy earned himself 250 thousand dollars after his huge 96 yard punt return in the Bills win over the Dolphins.
1: Hardy entered last night at 9.1 yards per punt return. If he averaged 10.5 yards per punt return this season, on a minimum of 20 returns. He earned a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars incentive. Got a boy. Did you know that there are punt return incentives? I'm, I didn't even. I've never even heard There's of probably
0: there. incentives for everybody. Shit. No, I,
1: I mean I'm with it. I like. I'm a big what fan would, of incentives. What do you think a
0: long snapper's? It would just probably be how many games you play
1: consecutive good snaps. However, they would gauge that.
0: Yeah, good call.
1: I guess it would have to be something concrete, not fumbled snaps. Maybe.
0: Well, with uh, twenty six um, punt returns uh, over the course of the season. Um, and that 96 yard return on Sunday it pushed him uh, pushed him from 9.1 to 12.3. So uh, <laughs> just wanted to get you. It. Well done, baby.
1: Titans wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins he needed 39 receiving yards on the on the day to reach 1,050 this season for a 250,000 incentive, which he got
0: it. He got it, man.
1: He needed seven catches. To reach seventy five this season for another two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and he got it. So uh, two hundred
0: fifty thousand.
1: There we go. That's a five hundred total for those of you that haven't uh, been adding it up. Ryan Tannehill <laughs> was asked about Hopkins' incentives. Tannehill said he might have he might have had to go rogue to get him there if he needed. Um, I got nothing to lose. Tannehill said of his mindset at the time, "I'm out here. <laughs> I'm out of here anyway." Okay. Jesus. Yeah, player incentives always come up big in these last – really the last game. The last couple weeks they start getting a little bit of notoriety. We talked about it last week where sometimes some business decisions are made with guys that are kind of fringe players. Sometimes you might see a guy all of a sudden not getting dressed or whatnot. I'm like, I wonder why that's happening. But within the players themselves, guys are definitely thinking about it. Um,
0: Money's on the line.
1: No, no doubt.
0: We're definitely making it known.
1: Yeah, what are incentives for non-skill position players? Offensive linemen, specifically big ones, are snaps, percentage of snaps played, or games started,
0: roster bonuses,
1: Pro Bowl incentive.
0: Ooh, nice! Playoff incentives.
1: Playoff incentives.
0: Sometimes, if you're a Pro Bowler, it might double if you get into the playoffs. Or if you're, Ooh, I haven't heard that one. If your roster bonus is 16 games and you hit 16 games, if you make the playoffs, it might bu- double. There's, a, there's, a, there's. It's very. Uh, it it could probably get way more technical than I can even imagine. I would assume.
1: That's about it. <laughs> games played, snaps played, and Pro Bowl. I think I'm trying. Like maybe tackles and sacks allowed, but I don't even know if I've seen that. To be honest with you, um, it's almost always those other ones that I've seen.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. That does it for our uh, incentive palooza. Let's keep this thing moving. Falcons head coach Arthur Smith fired up after Saints run up the score. How about that? Just the biggest storyline. I feel like coming this weekend. I, I mean, dude, you see James Arthur James Smith Winston. absolutely <laughs> fucking furious after the game, feeling like he's getting disrespected, and essentially was. But um, with one thirteen left to go in the Falcons Saints game. Saints up by 24 um lined up in a victory formation um but then had Jamal Williams run it up the middle for a 1-yard touchdown dude the old fake knee and uh, give it to the running back so he could get a, a touchdown um if you watch the clip Arthur Smith is absolutely fired up just rightfully so absolutely there's also a false heated. start
1: timeout there's also a false start by like the left guard and these guys Oh no, maybe not. They were just getting set. Yeah, quick to pull the trigger there. Sorry, my, sorry, fellow lineman.
0: Dennis Allen, the head coach for the Saints, um, just sitting there taking these brutal words from uh, Arthur Smith after the game. <laughs> just like <laughs> what, what, I try, I, I tried to meet it. All, knee <laughs> it. Tried to take it all a makes knee. so much more sense after hearing so much more. So oh my gosh!
1: My order of operations of seeing this was at first seeing the interaction on the field and rightfully so Arthur Smith just absolutely furious and then i see uh Dennis Allen's like just, body posture and he's i'm like not, he's not what is he confused back about at him, he, yeah. he just ran the ball like there's nothing confusing about this like i expected him to be like like in that his face yeah, but he was like, like this like
0: i don't know what like, you want me to tell you
1: <laughs> i swear to god i didn't call anything <laughs> didn't call it victory. wasn't me it wasn't me arthur that's when i saw the uh the Jameis Cliff. the Jameis clip.
0: It's the great. This is so great. You can't do this, but Jameis can, and even he probably shouldn't have done it. But
1: it's amazing.
0: Um, he's in quotes saying, "We made a collective decision. We decided on the field as a team. We decided <laughs> it was players' collective. The union. We got the union together, and we fucking were standing up." <laughs> it was in it was in a good hearted <laughs> place you just can't fucking do it because of how much how, i mean other people's jobs are at stake here and unfortunately um coach smith's uh time in atlanta is done for right now but um yeah. this is not funny to joke about but uh jamal williams the running back that scored led the league in rushing touchdowns last year but hadn't had any TDs this season uh because he was on IR for a chunk of the season and sure enough Jameis and his teammates made an executive decision to uh field. fake the QB kneel <laughs> and hand the ball off to Jamal Williams. I
1: love it. Jameis is is there is there a bigger wild card in the NFL than Jameis?
0: I fucking love this dude, man. I have so much love for this dude. I kinda I kinda hate that he did this, but it's still so funny to me that he had actually had the cojones to do it.
1: Like if 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 there if They were making a 52, like, deck of cards. Jameis Winston would be the Joker. Like, he's wild. You have no idea what this guy is going to do or say at all times. Some of it's going to be the most magical shit you ever heard in your life or seen. Like, it's insane. I have no idea what this guy is going to do at any time. And it's... He's the most entertaining quarterback to watch.
0: Ever. Mike him it's up. Insane. I just want to hear his conversations, man. I just want to be in the room when he has a conversation with somebody about some football, man.
1: From all the guys that I know that have played with him, everybody loves him.
0: Loves him. You gotta love him. I've met him at my my first uh, my first Pro Bowl out in Hawaii. I meet him and I get on I have never met this man in my entire life. I've never met him. And I get on the elevator and he just <laughs> He's like a cartoon character. <gasps> Bro, you are the motherfucking goat. <laughs> I just like, dude, chill. <laughs> just animated. It's just so,
1: it's so extra, oh, dude. I love it,
0: dude. I had, I had like one eight hundred yard season, man, and he was just fired up, man. You could tell that guy just loves ball. He loves being around it. He loves being around the best players in the league, and he just loves being around guys that play football, man. And um, obviously he loves his teammates because he went above and beyond, man, to to get his guy Jamal. Williams, a, a touchdown, a rushing touchdown this year after he had such a crazy year in uh, Detroit last year.
1: This is one of my favorite plays of James Winston of all time. We used to call this play Leroy Jenkins in Philadelphia
0: <laughs> when we saw this happen. I know exactly I don't know why we is. kept watching
1: it, but we kept like –
0: Dude, you like, know exactly why. it's up. the most electric fucking play in, ever.
1: This play is supposed to be a quarterback draw with a lateral to Mike Evans, who you'll see starting to come across the field. Oh, yeah. And Jameis just decides he's doing it himself <laughs> for the 50.
0: 50- <laughs> oh, it almost works, man. Just a clusterfuck at the end of the play. But it was all—it almost fucking worked.
1: It's going to score if he gets it off.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, you got to sacrifice your body for the better of the team. And he just. <laughs> God, I love that. Oh, play. but if 10 picks it up and chucks it over to Deshaun, it's a touchdown, man. You, you I don't think there's enough of these players.
1: <sighs> you can just hear them in the background. Stick to the plan. Stick to the plan.
0: <laughs> oh, God man. Damn, what an electric way to end the game. On both occasions. Shout out to Jameis, man. Don't ever change, I, baby. You're the fucking seriously. goat. You're the goat. Tight end Jimmy Graham uh, came to Jameis' defense on Twitter. Get off. Jameis back. This man is the best teammate I've ever had. Loves the city. This game and embodies everything you can ask for in a leader. What a rare situation. We all take responsibility. What a rare situation. We all take responsibility. Nobody thought it would get blown out of proportion. Also, fuck the
1: Falcons. (laughs) All right, Jimmy, let them know how you really feel.
0: Tighten you, baby.
1: Seems pretty unbiased. Um, (laughs) Also, former Falcons, DN, OCU manure weighed in on Twitter. Uh, posting a clip of him scoring a defensive touchdown in a 2014 uh, game against the Saints. Um, ahead by nine points with no time left, I could very easily have taken a knee or ran out of bounds, but I believe you owe it to the fans to humiliate your divisional rivals whenever you get the opportunity. I'm just saying. I mean, I I, I like that uh, that mindset, to be
0: honest with you. I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. I think it's more coaches' beef than players being upset at each other for doing that. You know what I mean? Usually. Yeah. And this didn't know. have
1: anything to do with the Falcons. Jameis was just trying to get a touchdown for his guy, uh, for Jamal yeah. Williams. This didn't have anything to do with the Falcons, but obviously not the most tasteful way. But that's one of the things you love about Jameis. He's going to do whatever he wants at all times, and it's going to be electric.
0: Not whatever he wants. This is a team decision.
1: Oh, that's right. Sorry. Team decision. Team, team decision. decision. Commanders fire Ron Rivera. Um, it was announced on Monday that the Commanders fired head coach Ron Rivera. Uh, during Ron Rivera's tenure as a head coach, Commanders went through three name changes, two owners, eight starting quarterbacks, a 26 49 and one record. Damn. I mean, yeah. talk, about a, Damn. talk about a tumultuous time to try and lead an organization. Tumultuous.
0: That is. T-I-M that is hard. That is hard.
1: I don't even, I think that's the right word.
0: Chew us. Tamal
1: I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. I don't even know. It just know. feels like I've heard that word in that context.
0: I had just exploded trying to fucking spell I it. I couldn't on.
1: even spell it if I tried
0: to. Tamal Chew us. To us. tumultuous, Chew to us. Do you guys think Eric enemy will get a shot at the head coaching role? Man, let's fucking go, man. The Washington fighting enemies, man. Give my guy a chance, man. He he, I uh, mean, he had one of the best offenses in the league, I think. I know they the were. Fighting up there, the enemies uh, for... is
1: better than the commanders, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: fucking go, baby. <laughs> Running that thing like Eric B enemy back. Little Wayne line. Uh. I think they should hire him. I mean, give my guy a chance. He uh I think he uh I think he proved that um he can kind of come out from under uh coach Reed's uh what was it? The helm of Coach Reed and uh do great things uh being an uh, offensive coordinator and calling plays and running uh running a team. And I know EB, he gets the best out of everybody. He's uh oh, yeah. he's one of the best coaches I've ever had. So I think uh I think Commanders should uh should give him a chance, man.
1: I hope they do. You don't see it often um when the head coach is fired that somebody's like hired from within. You know what I mean? But I think regardless of anything that happens, I think Eric has proven a lot over the last couple years um or especially this last year, not being under Andy. So, hopefully yeah. he gets an opportunity here uh, to finally get that head coaching role. AB. In other NFC uh, coaching changing news, the Giants also announced they're parting ways with defensive corner Wink Martindale. I think Wink actually resigned, which was surprising because I thought everything was headed in the right direction. The Giants, I know they weren't a good football team this year, uh, but if you look at the last few games of theirs, they kind of finished on a decent note. They almost beat the rams they whooped us uh played us tight the week before that and won a few games before that so it seemed like it was headed in the right direction uh but wink is uh, is leaving yeah i'm happy about it to be honest with you i think wink is makes it as difficult as anybody uh for a center to figure out where the blitz is coming from um i don't know that anybody does it as good as he does uh i got so much respect for him and the way he leads his guys and uh, the mindset that he brings to the game. Uh, so I know wherever he ends up, uh, they're going to be uh, lucky to have him. Hopefully, uh, you know, for you, he doesn't end up in the uh, AFC West. Fuck.
0: Man. <laughs> that would be crazy. We got two. Yeah, we got two head coaching jobs. We can get Belichick and Wink. That would be fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. Chargers. Chargers, Raiders. Yeah. I think Raiders stick with uh, with the guy they got right now. Embodied, he, I think he embodied it and got the players to rally. I think it's a good fit. New Heights Stamp of the Week. Let's keep this thing moving, baby. Moving on, and, uh, let's uh, hand out some stamps. to Whoever took their game to New Heights in Week 18 of the NFL season, New Heights Stamp of the Week is brought to you by our friends at Accelerator Active Energy Drink. Don't That's leave right. home without it. That's right. Phone that? wallet, keys, and Accelerator. The four things eh. that get you out of the house and right back to it. It's the best drink you could ever imagine. I've got this little peach paradise Getting me fucking fired up! There you go. Accelerator is uh, available on Amazon. Quick Trip and Giant Eagle for those of you that got Giant Eagle around it was a childhood childhood grocery store that I uh, always enjoyed going to. Nice, Jason. Who you got?
1: I was a little torn. I didn't know whether to go with uh, my former team. Both of these guys are former teammates, but and former linebackers. How about that? Uh, Alex Singleton playing for the Broncos ended up finishing this year with one hundred and seventy-two tackles. Dude was a tackling machine. Uh, but ultimately uh, decided to give it to another one of my former linebacking teammates in D'Amico Ryans. Oh, in his first nice. year as the head coach for the Houston Texans, um, he led them to the AFC South division title. And it's the first time the Texans have won that division since 2019. They clinched the number four seed with this win this week over the Colts, um, and they finished the season 10-7 and seven with a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud, who became only the fifth rookie quarterback, and rookie coach combination to make the playoffs, the first since Chuck Pagano and Andrew Luck in 2012. We've already named that stat, uh, but I just did it again for all you people that like hearing stats. Choice. <laughs> Listen, D'Amico is an incredible teammate. We all there's just some of those guys sometimes that you feel like uh, when you're playing with them that they make great coaches. And I think everybody, I think I speak for everybody who was with the Philadelphia Eagles, that we all felt like D'Amico had future head coach written all over him. So it is not surprising to anybody that he has had immediate success down there in Houston. Um, couldn't be more happy for him and wish him nothing but the best of luck in this postseason.
0: Shout-out to D'Amico for taking this game to new heights. I got Rams rookie, wide receiver. It's about fucking time we gave him yeah. the stamp. The guy's like we been keep... fucking balling <laughs> all year. We just kept kicking that can. Puka Nakua. That's right. The storm and mormon man i think it's i think he's a byu guy i
1: have no idea
0: officially broke the record for most receiving yards in a season by a rookie in nfl history 1486 yards
1: way to go puka there we go
0: as well as the record for the most receptions in a single season by the rookie so he's he doubled up on the record book got catches and receiving yards by a rookie and that's how you take your game to new fucking heights baby finish the game with 41 yards and a touchdown mcveigh pulled puka right after he broke the record uh reception's record and here's the clip of him on the sideline uh clearly saying nice now get him out now
1: let's get him out of here
0: <laughs> get him some ice hit the showers kid well done <laughs> congrats on taking your game to new heights puka you've been fucking balling all year man
1: all righty that's it it's time for the playoffs to begin, Trav. Ooh, fire me up. That wraps up another episode of New Heights. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube to the New Heights channel so you know when all the new episodes are coming out. And check out our new bonus videos that release Friday. We'll be previewing our wild card round playoff games and giving you everything you need to know about the best NFL team name bracket competition. So we are doing best team name. Okay, good to know. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, we're doing that because this is your podcast and we we'll, do, what we'll you do, do we'll do both uh, We're once do again both. new heights is presented by wave sports and entertainment and brought to you by the all new experience smart money debit card the debit card that builds credit without the debt ladies and gentlemen we got playoff football this week huh? <gasps> little wild card weekend action um don't forget the uh the bonus round video follow the show on all social media at new heights show with one s thanks to our production and crew we love you guys you guys, are the, you guys always get us the fastest stats and stuff that we need on the show. And you guys and are amazing. It could
1: be quicker, if we're being honest. But.
0: Thank you to all the 92%ers for tuning in. <laughs> it's wild card weekend, baby. want to rock and roll all night. Every day. I want to rock and roll all night. And party every day, I want to rock and roll all night. And party here, down, 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 down.